Hi, my name is Jameson. Welcome to the Unexpected Experts Podcast, a show where we dive into the vast spectrum of human knowledge and the ways that our experiences make us experts in unexpected ways. Thanks so much for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode this week of Unexpected Experts. This week is the first week with my new co-host. I guess my first week with my new co-host where we both interview a guest. (laughs) So uh, I'm really excited for this one. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. This this conversation was with Deanna Braun. She's a local Calgary wedding photographer. She photographed my brother's wedding. She photographed Andrea's wedding, my co-host. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. But before we get into it, I just wanted to let you know, if you haven't seen on Instagram or if you haven't heard, uh, this show is now moving to every two weeks, not every three weeks anymore. We're doing it a little more frequently. So every four weeks, this style of show, this more structured interview style show will come out. And then on the off weeks of that, Andrea and myself will be doing upload download, which is a more stripped down, laid back type of conversation where we just talk about kind of anything. We'll talk about any topic, any this versus that type of thing, um, where it's way more relaxed, way more casual, way more fun and uh, upload that as our upload to you. Uh, and then the back half of the episode, we do a download. So well, whatever whatever it is that we're listening to, whatever it is that we're downloading ourselves, whatever it is we're reading or eating or um, consuming or learning or anything like that is what we'll talk about in the other part of the episode. So um, this is just a new format that we're really excited about. Can't wait for you all to enjoy it. And uh, if you have ideas for what you want to hear on Upload Download, if it's a single topic that you want to hear a deep dive on or a this versus that type of thing, um, let us know. Send us a message over on Instagram or send us an email, unexpectedexperts at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear feedback about what you love about the show, what what you'd love to hear us talk about, all of that. Um, I really hope you all enjoyed this interview with Deanna. And thanks so much for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Unexpected Experts. This week, my co-host, Andrea. Hello. Uh, Andrea and I have on Deanna Braun. Uh, Deanna is a local Calgary photographer who does primarily wedding photography, but maybe also some family stuff in there too, Deanna? Yeah, every now and then. Families and portraits. Mostly weddings. Sweet. So primarily wedding photographer. Uh, I'm just reading off of off of Deanna's uh, website here. Deanna Rachel is a wedding and elopement photographer in Calgary, creating joyful, candid, and romantic imagery. She has photographed throughout Western Canada, including Canmore, Kananaskis, Banff, Saskatchewan, and British Columbia. And then also on her website here, she's got a bunch of features, a um, member of the Bronte... Bronte... Bronte Bride. Bride community. Yeah. Bronte Bride uh, 2021, featured online in the Rocky Mountain Bride 2019, also as seen on confettimagazine.ca, and uh, also Bronte Bride 2020. So two years in a row. So there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Deanna, welcome to Unexpected Experts. Thanks for having me. We're so glad to have you. 
The first question that I like to ask all my guests is what would you say is your superhero origin story? So your whole background, your whole anything mm-hmm. and everything about who you are and all of that or super yeah. villain origin story. If you oh, consider super yourself a super villain, villain. superhero. Yeah. Um, well, I was born in Calgary, um, spent, well, most of my life here did my schooling here. After high school, I did a degree at Mount Royal, um, but I had always had dreams of going out to Vancouver to study photography. So after high school, I did my degree um, in information design and then headed out to Vancouver for a year um, to study photography. And it was it was awesome. One of the coolest experiences I've gotten to have have and then yeah moved back home and kind of launched the start of my wedding photography business so yeah so how long has that been going this was I just photographed my seventh summer as a wedding photographer so heading into year number eight which feels crazy to me yeah yeah that's nuts Mm -hmm. that's a that's a good long time it is. Yeah. It's like every time I think about it, it just feels like I came home from Vancouver like yesterday. And to think that it's been eight full years is just, yeah, it's wild to me for sure. What What was it about Vancouver that initially attracted you about doing photography and learning about that? I always wanted to like have an experience outside of Calgary. Um, I loved Vancouver. I loved being near the ocean. And so um I wanted to do it after high school, but (laughs) I didn't think I had the maturity to move out to another province on my own, nor did I have like the finances to move to another province on my own. That's totally fair. Yeah. So I did um, the Mount Royal degree and then about like my third year into it, I thought like, okay, yeah, I think I'm ready to finish this degree and then um, go study photography. So um, I looked at a couple different schools and I found uh, like a one-year diploma program. So it was like 12 straight months. Um, so moved out there in 2013 and did the full year and then moved home. So yeah, Vancouver just, yeah, being near the ocean, doing a new city, kind of similar to Calgary in the sense that it's like a bigger city. I considered Kelowna at one point, but yeah, ultimately being near the ocean was an experience I wanted to have. Yeah, that's a big selling point. That's for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is it as rainy as they always say Vancouver is? Like you were there for a full year, right? I was there for a full year. And it's so funny to me because I'm pretty sure I read once that like the year that I was there was like one of the sunniest years they'd had in a really long time. So I didn't <laughs> nice. find like the rain to be that bad. Um, obviously it wasn't like a typical experience for what Vancouverites go through um throughout the winter time but yeah I I have always loved the rain um so it didn't I find it I found it didn't affect me as much as it maybe affects Mm. others so yeah I weirdly like rain though yeah me too like I took like I took up running when I was in Vancouver because I live right like um along the seawall close to stanley park so i took up running and like running in the rain like it just like it didn't get any better than that so yeah i embraced it for sure refreshing yeah i have i have an aunt that lives out in surrey and i went and visited her for my birthday this year Mm -hmm. and that whole weekend they were talking about this like atmospheric river the amount of rain that was coming down wow. and everything coming over Vancouver Island. And it was nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and the week after I left was when 
the whole lower mainland started flooding. Oh man. Like it's wild. Like yeah. talk about think- rain, talk about water problems. Like no kidding. Pretty gnarly. Yeah, I thankfully like didn't experience any of that. I got pre- pretty lucky with my 12 months out there. So That's yeah. Awesome. Lucky you must have sure. just brought like some of the sunshine from Calgary out yeah, there for the time. Totally. Like you just snuck a bit of it into your bag <laughs> yeah, on the way yeah. out. <laughs> introduced introduced sunshine to these people on the West Coast. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was good. <laughs> this is what the sun looks like for yeah. most of the year. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. So being a photographer for going on eight years, also side note, Deanna photographed my wedding. I sure in did. Her, I guess that would have been your sixth season, right? What year did you get married in? 2019? 2019? Yeah. 2019, Makes sense. Math is weird, but yeah. I think so. Math okay. is weird. Yeah. <laughs> and she also photographed JMO's brother and sister-in-law's wedding, which is how yes. I found her. So connections yeah. are yeah so i think that was three and a half years ago yeah uh, summer of 2018 yeah yeah they got married the summer before we did yeah right yeah. so that was uh, nathan and nadine that's my brother and sister-in-law so. yeah their wedding was so fun so fun oh so fun they had a live band i remember their live band and i'm pretty sure that was the first like one of the first weddings where I've like had a couple have a live band and like everyone was just like so into it and so many people on the dance floor. It was amazing. That was a fun reception for sure. I wouldn't know. I wasn't invited. (laughs) I'm so sorry. There's pictures if you want to see some photos. Just kidding. It was was Johnny Summers. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. He brought a little band with him and it was so much fun. fun. He had Nathan and I come up and sing a song or two. Of course. It was was so fun. Yes. There were performances throughout the evening. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. Um, So Nadine's sister and I, and oh, who else was it? I think my other two brothers, I don't remember. There was a few of us who did a little song in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Nathan did a song. And I wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah. I was going to say, my- I'm not shocked by any of this really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like I was there. Totally. It was, it was like karaoke with a live band. Like, come on. It was so That's fun. pretty fun. Yeah. Also, I think um, okay. my Oma was like 91 that summer and she was on the dance floor. I mean, of course. Whoa. Like, That's come amazing. on. It was so fun. Amazing. That's cute. Okay, so with that, <laughs> what would what would you what would you say has been the most challenging thing that you've experienced within the industry in your going on eight years? Going on eight years um challenging like industry challenging or just like me and my own journey as either um, either or self-employed um I think for me the whole process of becoming a photographer and like running a business it's just never like what you expect it would be I think with any business that you go into you think you're gonna be spending all of your time like taking photos and delivering photos where it is like the reality is that's probably like 10% of my time. Mm-hmm. And so um, I chose the program that I did in Vancouver because it had a business um, like the last three or four months was all about the business of photography. But until you're really like in it and realizing like how much work goes into mm-hmm. making sure your business is 
staying afloat. I think that was a big adjustment for me and continues to be like, it's not like I spend every day just going and taking photos and that's it. There's a ton of work that goes into like behind the scenes to, yeah, keep things moving, keep the work coming in. And so, yeah, that's probably been one of the challenging adjustments that um, I discovered starting a business. Yeah. Oh, and I think too, like Instagram or like social media has probably completely changed the game for you too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think it was as big as it was when I first started out. Like I had an Instagram account, but like I wasn't really focused on like (laughs) being the most professional or having like a strategy. I just kind of threw photos up whenever. Um, But with all that social media continues to be and evolve. It definitely, yeah, it takes a lot of time and effort and um, intentionality, which, yeah, mm-hmm. can be tricky for sure. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Like, even just with the the podcast Instagram page, like I've been trying to learn a little bit. And uh, Andrea here's uh, branched out and started to become a uh, an influencer. Yes, an Instagram she has. Influencer. You can say <laughs> I've started to become. I am just desperately hoping to become. <laughs> You're there. You are fully there. You just, uh, you my, just want free my 100 stuff. followers. I do. I want free stuff. That's really all it is. That's legit. But I think through that, like even just learning about the potential of what social media can do for mm-hmm. a platform. Mm-hmm. um is is pretty cool but of mm-hmm. course like it's daunting too right because it's such an unknown thing it's such an unknown world and you're fighting all these other people that are in the same space as you for for that uh for those for those clicks right for it's, sure. it can be a really competitive thing like fighting other people in the space but also fighting the algorithms and they're always mm-hmm. changing and following with the new trends and everything mm-hmm. like that yeah and like of course it has it's like positives like I love for being such like a personal experience I love the ability that social media has to kind of like develop relationships with people and especially like with photographers when you're finding someone to photograph your wedding day like they're spending so much time with you even before your wedding day and especially on your wedding day so being able to find someone that you really like click with and connect with and enjoy spending time with like that's going to make all the difference when it comes to your wedding photos. And so, yeah, with social media, you get to like learn a lot about these individuals and um, find their little quirks and connect with them on all these random little things. And so I love that social media like has that ability to connect with other people in that way. But that is definitely also one of the things I struggle with most. <laughs> yeah. Totally. And I think too, like even from my own personal experience, having hired you um like I remember well first I remember seeing your stuff from Nathan and Nadine's wedding and I was like Mm -hmm. ooh. and then Matt and I like we arranged to meet with you and it was literally I don't even know how long we chatted with you but we were just sitting in monogram and we walked out and we were like yeah we'll be in touch and we like walked away from you and we were like yeah okay we don't need to talk to anyone else like we'll just let's we're on board right like this is we just found our photographer and he was like yep and so we like literally high-fived and got in our car and drove away it's amazing you sent me that in an email I'm pretty sure you said like yeah we walked out we high-fived you said yeah we want to have you for my wedding like I've screenshotted that because that is ultimately like that is what all of my 
um, experiences with couples to have with me be like, I want people to be just as excited about me being there than I am being totally. there. So that, yeah, that was like one of my favorite things to hear. Well, and when you can like, when you can sit and have a, a conversation with someone in a coffee shop and feel that rapport, just like mm-hmm. as an instant connection, I think it's huge. And you're right. Like you spend a large chunk of the day with your photographer, like totally. And some of it can be super emotional and some of it can be awkward, mm-hmm. like with other family dynamics and everything else. So I'm sure you've seen a lot. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you find that now, like eight years in, your approach has kind of changed? Like initially, like when, like if you think back to your first shoot with a mm-hmm. couple on a wedding, like how, how has that changed now or like from then to now, like, what does that look like? Oh yeah, for sure. I like, yeah. When you're first starting out, like I had no idea what, what I was doing. I was just trying to do my best. And I even remember like the first wedding I photographed, I hadn't gone to school yet. It was the summer before I went out to Vancouver and like, I wasn't nervous at all. Like it was for a family friend. I had known them. They told me like, we were super low key. We really like you. If you want to take some photos at our wedding, like that would be great. And I remember going into it and I didn't feel nervous. I like went in with one camera, which is just like the worst thing you can do as a photographer, have one single camera. Like it's horrifying to think about now. Luckily it was fine, but yeah, the mistakes that you make and you learn from and you yeah move on from is just, that's a fun experience. But um, yeah, in terms of the process, um, yeah, I feel like every year I just, yeah, get, I'm getting a little bit better with getting people comfortable in front of the camera and um, letting them know, like, it doesn't have to feel awkward. It's going to at the beginning, for sure, but it doesn't have to. Um, and yeah, making small tweaks to just every little aspect of my business, for sure. I, I remember too, in our engagement session, I remember you specifically saying that like, this mm-hmm. could, it's going to feel awkward, but like when you get the photos back and you see it, it's like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I think one of the things you had us do is walking towards you. Like we were a couple of drunkards and we were like bumping into each other and we were like, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> how is this going to be whatever? But now that photo was featured on, was it the Bronte bride as like, I think that was like the one, it was like um, something to do with like what to wear to a shoot or something like that. I can't oh, yeah. remember exactly. Yeah, they did, a, um, they did a feature on engagement session outfits for your winter session. But I'm pretty yes. sure you guys were featured on the Rocky Mountain Bride website. I mean, it's um, Like your whole engagement session. <laughs> well, yeah, like your, your shoot was in the mountains. It totally. <laughs> sure yeah. was. Sure it was. was very cold. <laughs> it was very cold. Yeah, you guys rocked it for sure. Um, I remember hoping, like, okay, Deanna, my kneecaps are purple, and I was happened to wear pants that had ripped in my knees. And she's like, "Don't worry, I got you. I'll figure this out." Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll fix it in post. Yeah, we'll color correct those kneecaps. Definitely. <laughs> very close to that question like so my brother Nathan um asked a question as well because I told him that we were having you on yesterday and he said oh "Oh, I would love to ask a question and so um he wanted to know um 
He said, could you ask her about her process while taking photos of couples and what kind of approach does she take and why? And I think maybe just on the back end of that too, I remember, because I've been in a few wedding parties and I remember your um, session specifically as just being really fun and very relaxed, Amazing. very organic. And the places that we went to, like we went up on Nose Hill mm-hmm. and we were down on Stephen Ave. And mm-hmm. both of those places were so much fun. It was honestly the best shoot that I've ever been in as a groomsman. And so, oh, that's so just, good to hear. the whole thing was so fun and relaxing and all of that. So I would love for you to speak to your whole mindset about uh about going into a shoot and mm-hmm. everything yeah for sure so this past I think it was this past year I recently adopted this little tagline which was that I'm a wedding photographer on a mission to prove getting your photo taken doesn't have to suck and I oh, kind of good up with that because I was finding almost every single one of my couples when they would initially reach out to me a lot of what I was hearing was like we want photos. We know they're important, but we're so awkward. We like we're really nervous about about getting your photo taken. We love those like candid moments that we see on your website, but when it comes to like the thought of being in front of a camera, we just we're really nervous. We're not really sure like if these will turn out. Totally. Um, and what I've learned, especially because I myself feel that way as well, and so what I've learned is that like the most awkward part about getting your photo taken. So you're never sure like if you're doing it right, like where you're Mm. supposed to be standing, where you're supposed to be looking, what you're supposed to do with your arms. And so um, as much as I love those like candid organic photos, if I were to say to my couples like, okay, be really cute. I'm going to take your photo. That's where like they start to clam up. They not, they're not sure what to do. That's where like that feeling of being uncomfortable kind of kicks in. Mm-hmm. Um, so my process is that I will set them up in a pose. I'll tell them like where to put their hands, where to look, where to be standing. And then I might get them to talk to one another or I'll get them to play a silly little game. And that's when they're focusing on each other and not me and my camera. So that's kind of, yeah, how I go through my session. I've got little tips and tricks and games um, while still giving them enough direction so that it's not just, yeah, it, it's thoughtfully composed um, and thought out. So yeah, it's, it's cool yeah, too. It's still a good as, image. <laughs> yeah. As the viewer of those photos too, you're like, hmm, I wonder what she got them to say. Mm-hmm. or I wonder what she got them to think about or whatever it's it's fun to look through and see the like even though it's not candid in the sense that like you're not just like letting them loose on their on their own and saying mm-hmm. like go with it it's like yeah like you said you pose you pose your subjects and then you mm-hmm. um and then you let them kind of go with it which is I think that's a yeah. more authentic you're, you're way taking of getting the focus you're taking their focus away from you and pointing yeah. it toward each other. Yeah. Totally. Where yeah. they're most comfortable and they're already most engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ideally. Yeah. I'm kind of like starting things off for them and then I'm letting them relax and kind of like ease into it, whether it's like through a game or you're asking them some questions. Ultimately like that's where those photos will be more like them and not just this like stiff pose that I initially put them in. So right. mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that do you find it okay I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears when you're not at a shoot 
Like mm-hmm. you're not, you're not working per se. Do you find it hard to not take a good photo? Like, do you find it hard to not just like, even if, if you're on your iPhone or something like changing the, um, all the different settings that you can with an iPhone now, like, do you find it hard to not just snap a photo? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'm always definitely like thinking about like, what's going to make this a better photo. Um, and I think like the reason I have such a difficult time, like sharing a lot of my like personal life through my iPhone on like social media and stuff is because I'm always overthinking like, well, that's a terrible photo. No one would want to see that because that's a terribly lit photo. (laughs) And so (laughs) being a perfectionist, yeah, it definitely does sneak into, into just the everyday photos for sure. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard to not bring work with you. I'm sure. Totally. Do you yeah. bring your, do you bring your full SLR like on all of your outings or all of your trips? Like you're not out of outings, but like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all of your. I'll bring my camera with me, like when we travel and stuff, but it's funny. Like I don't take a lot of travel photos. I like feel like I'm a terrible ph- photographer when I come home from a trip and I realize how like little <laughs> I took my camera out. But in terms of like the travel photography and stuff, I they're nice images and like sometimes I'll take a few but ultimately like I'll see the landscape and I'll think like oh you know it would be so cute if there was like a couple in this image (laughs) obviously there's not but yeah for some reason though like I come home from a trip and I just I take very few very few photos when I'm traveling which Mm. you know is just bizarre (laughs) but it's it's not taking work home with you yeah exactly I was just like my my brother Nathan um, he used to work in kitchens downtown mm-hmm. and he would hardly make stuff for himself at home. Like he went to school for baking and pastry arts mm-hmm. and he like never bakes at home. Totally. He's like, I don't want to take that home with me. I just did that for eight hours a day. Totally. Hey, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can see that being a baker for sure. Or even, yeah, anything that you're doing all day, every day. Um, yeah, it's hard to kind of get that motivation to do it for yourself. You could do a cute series on your next vacation when you're like, oh, I really need a couple and just like find a couple and ask if you can right? take like a, an anonymous photo of them for your mm-hmm. like, I don't know, your library or whatever. Yeah. You could, you could totally make that like a TikTok thing too. Oh, totally. Yeah. I, there are for sure are people that just, yeah. Photograph strangers that they meet on their travels. Yeah. Which is you just could just so be cool. like taking pictures of people and have Eric behind you taking totally. a video of you taking pictures of people and then, <laughs> yeah. and then it could go viral on TikTok. Amazing. All right, Andrea, you're an influencer. Let's set this up. Okay. Let's, okay. let's take, let's team up. Join forces. Yeah. We've got the let's creativity think tank happening on, on a podcast. Perfect. <laughs> so, good okay um one thing that i'm curious about too is i have a friend who was on the podcast for an earlier episode and she's a newborn and like family photographer Mm -hmm. and i'm wondering if you know other photographers in the business that are also like newborn photographers or kid photographers and maybe what the differences you see um being between newborn photography and wedding photography Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a few different um, aspects, one of them being, and this is the first thing I'm kind of thought about, because it's a conversation that is coming up kind of in the circle of wedding photographers that I know. Um, 
And it's about the lifestyle of the two, like as a photographer, a wedding photographer versus like a family newborn photographer, um, like different lifestyles that come along with um, those different roles, which I've been finding really interesting. But uh, yeah, essentially like a wedding photographer, you're booking a year, a year and a half out your summers in or your weekends in the summer essentially are all booked. Right. Um, yeah. Winter times are super slow where you're kind of working more on your business and whatnot. And so I imagine, yeah, being like a family or newborn photographer, things are probably busy year round. Um, Shoots can be moved around based on like weather, availability, that kind of thing. Whereas weddings are, (laughs) this is the day Mm -hmm. we're getting married, rain or shine. Um, So yeah, just in terms of lifestyle, it's been interesting to see, like there's been a few like big, like wedding photographers here in Calgary that have taken a step back from weddings because ultimately like the lifestyle just wasn't serving them anymore. So that's been, yeah, like an interesting conversation that we've had. Um, In terms of the actual photos, I would say weddings would be, again, like a one-time event. Um, Aside from like maybe the portraits, a lot of it is documentary style. So you're not really controlling like what's happening with the photos like obviously during a ceremony I'm just capturing what is happening what I'm seeing in front of me whereas in portraits you really do have creative control over the whole session so right um, yeah yeah those are a couple differences I would I would say yeah that's cool I wonder if there's like maybe a a lot of similarities between um I, I like what you said about kind of controlling the session because mm-hmm. I'm just thinking you probably have more control in the situations where you're taking photos of the couple just by themselves, totally. like on location, like you go up to No Hill or you go to yeah. the state parking garage, like that big concrete wall or something like yeah. that, right? Where you kind of have control of that space. Totally. Um, but then obviously, you know, your subjects are completely different age, like newborn versus people getting married. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, that difference is kind of obvious, but totally. Yeah, would, would there I, be kind of similarities there, like in a control aspect? Yeah, I mean, obviously, in terms of like composition or lighting, like obviously those are the things that I would control as a wedding photographer and like portrait photographers, newborn photographers. Those are all like creative decisions that we're all making. Um, yeah, for wedding days, yeah, those portraits family portraits, wedding party, those are kind of where the photographer steps in and gives a little bit of that creative control. And then the ceremony and reception were basically just kind of flies on the wall and capturing Mm. what's happening in front of us. So what drew you to wedding photography over any other kind? Because that's, I mean, that's primarily, I mean, obviously, I know that you've done newborns Mm. and families, but you're primarily wedding, what drew you towards Mm -hmm. that over any other? I always have just been in love with weddings. One of my Mm. first jobs in, I think I was in grade, like maybe 10, 11, 12, like I worked in catering. And so I was around a lot of weddings. Um, I got to see other wedding photographers at work. um, And I just, yeah, I loved being in that space. I loved being able to see people um with their families coming together and celebrating Mm -hmm. this really special moment in these couples lives and so once I kind of thought about like oh you mean like there's a job out there where I get to like be at weddings and take photos and celebrate with people like that's 
that sounds pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, weddings are definitely my bread and butter. I love getting to be part of them. Um, and yeah, just for the longest time, I've remembered always just loved being in the space, um, and getting to celebrate with people. Yeah. Did it, did you, cause how long have you got you and Eric been married now? We have been married for five years now. Woo-hoo. Mm-hmm. Um, did any of your, any of the weddings that you attended as a caterer or as a photographer, did it, any of the things like, you know, when you go to a wedding, you're like, Ooh, I really like that. Did anything mm-hmm. influence your own wedding? Totally. Yeah. Actually the very first wedding I, I photographed even like before I started doing this professionally, um, I tell them all the time, like we basically like <laughs> mirrored our wedding after them. It was, they got married nice. at like a family farm. They had their friends come, they got married outside. Um, they had their dinner outside. They played like yard games and lawn games in between their ceremony reception. And they just, they went about their day. Like it was just going to be a fun party. And we essentially were like, we want to do the same thing. So our wedding, yeah, it was very slimmer. We got married outside. Uh, we did all of our photos beforehand so that we could just like hang out with our guests, play games, just Mm -hmm. catch up with everyone. Um, we had tacos for our dinner because so like good. what's oh, better yeah. than tacos so for a wedding good. dinner? Heck yes. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. So yeah, definitely being able to photograph weddings, be around them. Yeah, there were a lot of a lot of uh, influences when it mm-hmm. came to planning our own wedding. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't, I obviously not a photographer by any means, but I went with my friend photographer to essentially hold her like panel thing to get the light like her reflector oh, like a reflector yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. that, that was like my duty for the day Amazing. and um the wedding there had uh like brown paper as tablecloths with plates and cutlery drawn mm-hmm. on it and I was like yep and so I remember that for your we wedding took, we took that idea <laughs> it was the most insane thing to do in my entire life. Like I, if I had to do it all over again, I probably would have done it some other way. Cause it just was like way too much work, but it was oh. totally awesome. I was yeah. very oh, so fun. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, yeah. It, I, like having a wedding, you look back and you're like, Oh yeah, that, that I might've done a little bit differently. Totally. I loved that. Like, yeah. You just, you have no idea going into a wedding, what it's going to take, mm-hmm. how much effort it's going to be to plan. No. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was really interesting, I'll say, to getting married um, at, like, the beginning of my business because I found the process of planning a wedding and going through all the things that it takes to plan a wedding really did, like, impact my business and, like, what the type of photographer that I wanted to be and how I wanted to approach weddings and, like, the support that I was going to provide with my couples having been married, but having also photographed all these weddings. So it was a really, really cool like timing and how it worked out the way it did. Really, really glad it worked out that way. Yeah. You have perspective then. Totally. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Well, and at that point too, you had had a few years experience of photography under your Mm -hmm. belt as well. So you kind of knew what you were looking for and what to expect too. Totally. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Finding a photographer for my own wedding was like the most stressful experience. It was the only thing I cried over. I can imagine though. It was a lot for sure. Totally. That would be a hard thing to decide because you 
probably like had already liked a lot of your own aesthetic with your Mm -hmm. photos and then finding someone who could kind of give you that similar aesthetic while also letting them be their own (laughs) photographer and expressing their creativity as as an artist as well and all of that totally well and it was also really important to me that like I was going to find a photographer where like we weren't going to just be like another booking on their calendar. Like I wanted someone who was going to be excited to like be there with mm-hmm. us because like, it's cool. a big day. It's an intimate day. Like we of course had a photographer there from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. Like it was so important to me that like I found someone who was going to make us feel comfortable and was excited to be there. And yeah, really just like develop a good relationship with them. Mm-hmm. So that added another little element to the to totally. The <laughs> well, I think that reflects too like your own personal drive to make that connection with the other couples too, that for you sure. wanted that for your photographer to have that connection with you guys. Totally. And that that's something that you strive for in your own business too. I think that's for great. Sure. Yeah. And that's not important to everyone either. Like there are people who just want photographers to come and, and yeah, be a fly on the wall, take the photos and like, that's it. And that's totally fine. And so we won't understand those people, but that's okay. (laughs) We we might not understand them. And (laughs) the great thing too, and something that I've learned is that like, it's okay if those people don't hire me because ultimately that's not the type of people that like, Whose totally. work that I would jive with, who would want me there, and so it, like at the beginning of the of my career, I was always really upset at the number of people that like would meet with me and then maybe def- decide that I wasn't a good fit. Mm. Uh, but as I have gotten further into my business, I have learned, yeah, I'm not going to be the right fit for everyone. So if someone wants a photographer to just show up on their wedding day, like take the photos and leave, like that's not going to be me. So no, that's yeah. been a good lesson for me to learn for yeah. sure. Totally. Well, it's, it's like dating or finding a therapist, right? Like mm-hmm. you've got to have that connection with somebody. You got to have a working yeah. relationship and, and something that both parties can gain something from totally. in a way that they, that they will gain. Yeah, for sure. That's so important. Absolutely. But yeah, like I get it. Like you, you want to avoid it just being a transaction, right? Like for sure. Yeah. That was like, important for me for sure. Like you as a person, you want to develop that relationship and like establish mm-hmm. some rapport with people. And obviously for, for the end of having a good photo session, mm-hmm. but also just cause you like to make those connections with people. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Relation relationships are important. And for me, and so yeah, finding someone that I was going to I guess we wasn't just about me and my wedding. It was our wedding, but that we were going to develop a relationship. And ultimately, like we we continued to connect after our wedding. My photographer's name was Emily. She is lovely. She is still shooting weddings. Um, but yeah, we continued on in that relationship, and that just made me so happy that it wasn't just a okay, thanks, I'll never see you again. Yeah. Well, so. and that's like you and Andrea. Like totally. Yes, this connect. is like the ultimate dream. Now I'm on her podcast. <laughs> like, how cool is that? Hooray. <laughs> and we watch a show that we won't talk about with the show. We is. won't, we won't we're not we, gonna tell people the show we no, watch because no. it's embarrassing. <laughs> okay, for you only. And I I won't ask. <laughs> thank you. Thank also, you, you can just like say it and I can edit it out. And I'll text fine, you later. But we don't you. we don't we don't trust you, JMO. <laughs> okay, that's probably that's probably for the best. <laughs> Uh, he just accidentally forgets and doesn't take it out. Oh, whoops! I totally left <laughs> I that forgot. in. I forgot. Oh no! And now I'm worried. And now I'm worried that people are going to be thinking of shows that are worse than the actual show. <laughs> oh, this is such a mistake. 
It's not what you think it is, friends. It's not. Promise. No. It's it's not like The Bachelor or something. Oh no. No. <laughs> okay, good. Don't be silly, JMO. I thought that was going to be a like, oh, you guessed it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so glad it went the other way. Oh, boy. (laughs) Amazing. I'm just expressing the fact that Deanna and I have found a common interest or a common, um, what's the word? Uh, Vice? Not a vice. What's the word when it's like? Um, Poison. <laughs> <laughs> guilty pleasure. That's guilty what I'm pleasure. Of. There we go. Yes, that's the one. We have a, a common guilty pleasure. It's pretty great. Anyways, that's fair. <laughs> we um, also did kay. drag our husbands into it, which was amazing. Sure did. Oh, sure that's did. funny. Sure did. It's great. <laughs> is one thing that you've learned to love about photography that initially scared you? Mm. Other than only having one camera at a <laughs> Yeah, that's event. terrifying. Do not recommend ever, <laughs> ever, ever. Um, I think for me, being the type of person and personality that I have, I love being prepared for all scenarios. <laughs> I like schedules and plans um, and knowing what's about to happen and, and like what to be prepared for. So um, just due to the nature of like weddings and events, not everything is going to go according to plan and things, <laughs> things will change. And so that, I mean, that continues to scare me, but at the same time, it also, it means there's endless possibilities and mm-hmm. it means that like, something that you could have never planned for or prepared for could happen and it could be like amazing and magical. Um, so I think the draw for me, especially for weddings is that, yeah, you can't plan for everything. Um, you could have, yeah, a plan in place. It could go wrong. Something better could come from it. So, um, yeah, I would say that's probably something that, well, still scares me, but at the same time is really cool as well. Mm-hmm. And that the photos, yeah. the photos get to capture that as well, I guess is something I should mention that the photos get to capture it. And even though, yeah, I might not have expected it to happen. You get this little snapshot in time and you get to mm. remember what came from it. Did you take a photo? Is this how you're telling me that you took a photo of the girl that fell down in the middle of our reception? Oh, gosh. And like I was, I was wondering if you were going to bring oh, that up. Man. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> that was... Anytime anyone is, so like, reminiscing... Sad. Anytime that someone is reminiscing about our wedding with us, they're like, oh, remember that time that that girl... And I'm like, of course. How do I forget that? Her scream oh. has been burned into my mind oh, for the no. rest of time. Maybe, that maybe you should really like hard. just give a little Cole's notes about that whole situation, Andrea, because that was something. Yeah, that was okay. something. Okay. Okay. Back. So okay. it's yeah. bring us back to the summer. Uh, of it was June 29th, 2019, at around 8 p.m. Uh, Matt and I were just getting up to do like our thank you speech, and um, there was I don't even know. I, I literally like all of a sudden it just happened and no one really knew mm-hmm. what was going on, but all of our servers were clearing, I think dessert. Yeah, it was dessert. Cause she had this one server and caveat or like whatever. 
it was her first night on the job, oh, like her no. first night oh, ever right. being a server um, as a catering catering company, all this kind of stuff. And she's clearing all of like we had cheese like little cheesecakes in um, like mini mason jars, and she's clearing all these mason jars. She's got them on her tray, and something happened. She dropped the tray fell to the ground let out this blood-curdling scream like five words into my thank you speech and we're like uh what's happening my friend carrie lynn actually i think it was her she captured a picture of matt and i the moment that it happened seriously and our facial expressions (laughs) are hilarious it's so funny i think i saw that picture oh Oh my my goodness. goodness but yeah i it was a while it was like a 45 minute interruption so talking about having a plan and then not Mm -hmm. being able to stick to it seriously Mm -hmm. waiting for an ambulance to come and she had it turned out she had like broken her kneecap or something i think she dislocated her knee is what but like in the end she had actually broken her kneecap oh really yeah like she had to get surgery for it (laughs) there was there was somebody at the reception there too the that had heard something about the kneecap and that it was a dislocation and then I guess a subsequent break. And they said that, yeah, that's a really painful, yeah, really, really painful injury. Not good. But yeah, she dropped like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. yeah oh, the was, poor thing. That was brutal. It was pretty gross. But the first ambulance came and they couldn't take her for who knows why. And then, so then a second ambulance had to come. So it was just like, yeah, mega interruption for sure. But Deanna yeah. was kind enough to take that 45-minute chunk of our night out. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I could just leave after that. That's a – yeah, that that was a that was a rough one. Well, in case you don't remember what that experience was like, it sounds like you have a photo to bring you back to it whenever you want to. My facial expression, like <laughs> – The power of photography. <laughs> yeah, your face was almost as white as your wedding dress. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> Uh, still a lovely day though still a lovely fun day yes it was yeah yes yeah (laughs) anyways that was my sidebar (laughs) i guess kind of connected to that's uh what's um like the whole like what you were saying about being prepared for a situation like what what is it that you do in your own mind to like prepare for a wedding Mm. like Mm. on the like before the wedding even starts like what are you is it like a checklist thing? Are you running through, okay, it's going to be warm outside, fingers crossed. And so mm-hmm. I need to bring like this lens with me or this camera or like, what is, what is the whole pre-wedding? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, like? yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. There's definitely like, yeah, all the logistics of like the equipment, bringing everything that I think that I'll need. And then some, checking the weather and making sure I have umbrellas if we're going to need umbrellas because it's raining. Um, I'll send my couples like a questionnaire, like about a month out from their wedding that gets all the final details, like timeline, um, any special like photo requests that I might not necessarily know about family photo groupings, um, vendors that they've hired for their day so that I can like share the images with them. Um, going through like their engagement photos and if they had any um, like requests like oh we really loved these photos or maybe necessarily like didn't love that one kind of refreshing my brain on like what poses worked maybe what poses didn't work 
Um, now, yeah. Does that typically happen where you're photographing a couple for their engagement and then their wedding as well? Yeah. So I include engagement sessions in all of my wedding packages. So essentially, like if you're hiring me for your wedding, I would love to do an engagement session with you, gotcha. whether it's like okay. a mini one for an elopement or like an hour long for a regular wedding. Um, yeah. Having an engagement session, I found was such like a crucial step to getting good photos on the wedding day. Because for me to just like show up on a wedding day without really meeting a couple, that's hard. Like mm -hmm. you're letting this like stranger essentially into this very like intimate moment of your life and just trusting that like <laughs> things are going to go well. So having an engagement session, yeah, gives us a chance to meet. They get to see the photos afterwards and be like, okay, we're in good hands. Um, so, so yeah, there's I, that like level of trust already established. Totally. And then the three yeah. of you have spent a lot of time together already on the engagement session. And so mm -hmm. they're more relaxed going into their wedding day. For sure. Especially because, yeah, they've, they've taken that element of like, oh what like what's it going to be like getting our photo taken like we're really nervous for that we're not sure what that's going to look like but for the couples that have had an engagement session with me they're like oh yeah this is familiar we've done this mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. we know cool. how this works Andrew can probably speak mm -hmm. to that a little bit Definitely. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I don't have anything to say about it other than yes okay. <laughs> true Fact. perfect yes perfect. that is what happened she is correct excellent did that answer your initial question <laughs> yeah definitely sweet well yeah. i think, too, I think I mean, that's cool like oh no you go ahead uh oh um <laughs> i was just gonna say that. <laughs> i think too like i feel like didn't you drive with us to our engagement session mm -hmm. like yeah which was really mm -hmm. like it's fun to get that just like getting to know each other before because it's totally. it's nice i think it's nice for both parties like the couple and for you to get for to know sure. each other and just again like feel more comfortable I think there's something um that comes through photos if you have a little mm -hmm. bit at least a little bit of a relationship with the person who's photographing you because I mean like you could ask them or say something after you've posed them that you want them to talk about just to get that candid moment or that candid reaction totally. or whatever and um if there isn't a rapport there. It just might not come through as well. I don't know. Totally. Yeah. No, for sure. And like, especially for me, like getting a sense of like who the couple is and mm -hmm. how they interact with each other. Like if I can tell that the couple is a little bit more like serious, I might not give them some of the like goofier or like yeah. ridiculous props that I would for another couple. So yeah, kind of establishing like who are these people? Mm -hmm. How how do they interact with each other? What does their love look like? Yeah. Um, really helps kind of, yeah, narrow in um, the direction that I'm going to give them. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think that definitely speaks to, again, just going back to your desire to establish a relationship with people. I feel like um, a strength of yours could be, and tell me if I'm wrong, um, I feel like a, a big strength would be just being able to read people very well mm -hmm. and like understand, okay, they're really loving this. They're not loving this. They're totally these type of people. This is how I can um, adapt myself in this session to get what they want. And also totally, I don't know. Does that kind of resonate with you? For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say, yeah, I'm pretty good at observing people and yeah, reading reading the situation, I can tell what's not vibing, what is, what's working, what's not. Um, and so, yeah, being able to like adapt things to make the session feel more comfortable for the, for them is 
Yeah, mm-hmm. something I'd say I'm good at. Yeah. But I then you've so. also done a lot of work on the back end too, like in your preparation and in totally. that like, um, yeah. like maybe worst case scenario type of planning as well. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if this goes wrong or if this goes sideways, then for sure, you know, then you can recover. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You, I can, yeah, be, I try and be as prepared for all scenarios as I can. Cause yeah, nothing stresses me out more than <laughs> not being prepared. I think it's a good quality to have though especially yeah. in that industry like but also knowing that there is like flexibility and and being able to be flexible because you're right like it days don't go mm-hmm. according to plan like there's always I feel like there's all everyone I know that's been married or gotten married um there's always been something that's like that didn't go according to plan like I mean mm-hmm. for instance our poor poor girl that dropped to the ground but mm-hmm. also like our caterer forgot coffee like mm-hmm. it happens there's just totally yeah yeah and that's, that's why Oma I think... was not pleased but <laughs> I think too like I think that's especially why having um vendors and like especially the wedding industry who have that experience of being um to dealing with like different scenarios and coming up with a plan B, like if something major had happened on my first wedding, I don't know that I necessarily would have known what to do because that was my first wedding and I didn't really know how to come up with a plan B or C. And so, Mm -hmm. um, having done this for eight years, yeah, if it starts raining, I've got a plan. If someone is late for wedding party photos, let's do this instead. We'll grab those photos afterwards. Um, so definitely having like the experience helps, um, and should like, ultimately like your vendors that you hire for your wedding day, they're there to support you and to support Mm -hmm. like the dream for your wedding. And so anything that like they can do to help your wedding, they're going to do because yeah, we all, we all want you guys to have the best day possible. Mm -hmm. Have you ever like teamed up with other vendors, like other than, um, like obviously supporting other vendors or whatever, but like, has there ever been a time where you have been able to create packages or anything like with other vendors? Not really. I would say like the closest thing um, would be like when I um, like shoot with other photographers. So if like mm-hmm. a friend of mine is shooting a wedding and they need a second ph- photographer for their day, like I'll go along and shoot with them um, in terms of, yeah, creating like packages for my couple, not something that I've, um, dived into but definitely a possibility in the future Mm. yeah what about work with like a videographer like have you have you done weddings like that I haven't like teamed up with wedding videographers but I have done weddings with videographers and that's always such a cool experience because it essentially is just another like medium in which Mm -hmm. they're capturing their wedding day and so I always love when my couples hire videographers because I love seeing like what that videographer got um, from their perspective and how it compares to mine. And yeah, I always find that really interesting. I think that's definitely one thing that I wish we got even just like a little snippet of something. Totally. Yeah. It's a common, it's a common regret from Mm -hmm. a lot of couples hiring a videographer. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a cool addition. Mm -hmm. I like it. Maybe kind of tied to that too like what's something that like eight years in you've learned and you've grown um in your own business and in your own practice and everything like what's what's something you wish you knew eight years ago about 
your business and about mm-hmm. photography in general? I think it was trying to be everything for everyone. I think when you're like first starting out, um, you want to take like whatever you can get in terms of weddings and bookings and work. And so, um, yeah, I tried to do like whatever I could to get as many bookings as I could. And now that I'm eight years into this, I've found like exactly like what I can offer, what I'm really good at. If that's something that's not vibing with a couple who meets with me, like that's okay. I would get like so upset. Yeah. When people would decide that I wasn't the right fit for them. But now I feel like I'm finally in a place where I'm like, you know what, if I'm not a good fit for them, like someone is, and they're going to get like photos that they love on their wedding day. And that's going to be amazing for them. And it leaves the opportunity for me to find someone who does really connect with me and my work. Um, so that's, that's what I would tell young, young Gianna is that it's okay if when young people don't book with you, yes, and other yeah. aspiring wedding photographers, you don't have to mold into what people want just so that you can, yeah, get that booking. Like it's okay to, to offer what you offer and to, um, have a style and not have to shift just yeah. to what people are looking for. One one question that I asked my other photographer friend as well, um, and I know kind of her struggle um, being a newborn photographer um, was the initial like price point for a client and mm-hmm. saying like, this is the price that I'm offering. And what she learned initially or what she was charging initially changed drastically because of, you know, different expenses piling up and now she has kids and now she's got a family and you know there's a lot of other things at play versus Mm -hmm. she was just doing this in in her spare time so what's your sort of philosophy around um the idea of like charging what you're worth and and charging (laughs) what you know your work is worth oh every artist's struggle is charging what they're worth I Mm -hmm. think I think it's such a common experience because yeah on one hand like I like it is a job but it's also a job that I love and like it's fun and I get to like develop relationships with people and I get to be part of this like incredible celebration so yeah it does at times feel really hard to put a price point on that because I enjoy my job so much um but yeah essentially yeah it's an expensive career there's a lot of (laughs) expenses that go into it and so essentially I think everyone kind of hits this point where they say like if I want to keep doing what I'm doing I'm going to have to be paid for it because like (laughs) as much as we all love what we're doing like we can't go starving over it because we have bills to pay yeah Um, totally totally Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's always going to be a struggle. And I think like, I mean, money is such an emotional topic already. Um, So to put, yeah, a price tag, a price tag on what you do creatively is challenging. And Mm -hmm. especially to like, I recently, this conversation came up and someone said something like, you are not your client. So like, Mm. even though like you might not pay X amount of money for photography, someone's going to. And so like separating that as well, there's, yeah, there's a lot that comes into it. Essentially, um, you just, I have just 
found kind of what works for me, something that's going to continue to pay my bills, but also is not unreasonable. Um, and the sense, like if people are booking me, then I'm it's obviously a good is, price point. <laughs> hopefully something is yeah. working. Yeah. So, Doing something right. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard though. You're right. Like it's, it's hard to, um, you know, you take a second to say like, okay, well, how much would I spend on this? But like, there are mm-hmm. people out there that will spend more or people who want to spend less. And that's like, totally. that that's the thing. I think like for me, and I feel like a lot of people that I know, photography was like the one when we were like budgeting things for our wedding. Photography was the one thing that we were like, this is what we want to spend like a good chunk of our money on. Like we want, we don't want to cheap out because the photos that you get are the the images and like the memories that you can hold forever like mm-hmm. you know people people might remember I don't know people might remember JMO do you remember what you had for dinner at my wedding couldn't tell you yeah exactly <laughs> right like so I mean obviously I'm sure it was great was it burgers it was burgers yes oh, wow. burgers. Well, you, you probably <laughs> took pictures of said burgers no I was trying to remember because I, I remember I remember the buffet and I was there also mac and cheese. There I was. was. About, oh, I was talking man. about the mac and okay, cheese. Now, now that you say it, now I remember. There you go. Yep. Do you remember? Because <laughs> well, yeah, our... there was that little there was that little buffet line yeah. in the other room. Yeah, I remember. Everything. See, yeah. I have a photographic memory. So I remember like standing in that buffet line and like getting my burger and seeing the like hot dish and macaroni and just being like so pumped. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. good. And then do you remember what our late night snack was? Pizza? Oh, was it no. popcorn? No. I don't think I was there. It was nachos. Nachos. Oh. And we had like guacamole. Granted, I don't even know if I actually ate any of it. I No, probably not. I didn't. I don't think anyone told me that the snack was out. So a little Bummer. bit. I'll, I'll never forget that moment in my life. Um, but all of that to say, like, I mean, I feel like people remember like, yeah, the food was good or the food was like mediocre or whatever. Um. When it's your own wedding, I feel like you do remember a lot more, obviously, because you're involved with like all the planning, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, we were, we were definitely willing to spend out of our whole budget, the biggest chunk on photography, because mm-hmm. that was the important part for us. And I feel like a lot of people do feel the same way, whether it's about photography or something else, like maybe some people are very um, passionate about like their hair being mm-hmm. done really well or whatever but i mean or, yeah. or they want a nice venue or totally they want a, yeah or they want a good live band or yeah. whatever it is yeah for sure i know like i totally get what you're saying there andrea my mom has been scrapbooking for our entire lives pretty much growing up and mm. so all of our memories as kids and all the vacations that we took all our yeah. birthday parties all the crazy theme days at school like all those things are in scrapbooks yeah. that my mom has done and she mm-hmm. does scrapbooks of their trips like they're in Hawaii right now. Mm-hmm. Shake fist. <laughs> uh, but but they're, I know she's going to be taking pictures of that and creating an album yeah. for that. And she'll create albums for like her mom, who's now 94. And, you know, that's a way for her to preserve those memories. Totally. Right? And it's, sure. I think that, I think photography is such a powerful thing that way because mm-hmm. it, it transports you back to a memory that you had. It is in such a real way. Yeah. It's a very, like it, it is in essence, a very priceless gift. Like there, it is, it's hard to, it it would be hard to know what the appropriate price is. But like you said, if people are still booking you, obviously 
you're mm-hmm. doing something right. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I can imagine um, that that's hard to juggle. Totally. And yeah, like you said, everyone's going to have different priorities. And so something I try and like share on like my website through blog posts or social media is yeah, being really intentional about your wedding and choosing what's most important to you. Is it going to be a really like a five course meal that you've been dreaming about? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be, um, yeah, the live band or, um, spending a lot of quality time with your friends and family. Um, I think that's why I love weddings is because they're all so different because Mm -hmm. every couple is different. They value different things. Um, obviously, yeah, it's hard to like, as a photographer, obviously I'm going to say that photography is important. Um, because you're not biased at all. Not biased at all. And I super unbiased opinion. Um, so yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just, I I was just like, I think too, like, even when you look back, like my grandparents have photos of their wedding, right? Like that's like photography is a very important, whether or not it's wedding photography or newborn, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. I think capturing, um, memories in still form is super Mm -hmm. important and very valuable because you mean like you sometimes have people who lose their memory and it's like that photo could trigger something for them Mm -hmm. um and give them their memory back in a way even just for a moment like I don't know yeah I think yeah well even like with COVID it's been really interesting a lot of people having to like downsize their wedding Mm. not have as many guests um join them as they would have liked having the photos to share with them being like this, like, this is what it looks like. Like, yes, we obviously hoped you could have been there, but like, here's a glimpse into our wedding day. Mm -hmm. Um, Being able to share the photos is such a powerful way to still feel connected. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the like most incredible compliments I've ever gotten was from, I was chatting with a couple and she I photographed her cousin's wedding and she wasn't able to make it but she said to me like during our console like I wasn't there but like just by looking through the photos of the wedding that you took like I felt like I was there and like that was just like such wow. a cool thing to share and for her to like experience like what better yeah what better thing to hear knowing yeah. that like even though she couldn't be there to celebrate with them, like she felt like she was there because it's so photos. special. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Wow. yeah. It's so I sweet. love that. It's so yeah. sweet. Yeah. Okay, we're going to do a little lightning round. We just got a few questions for you. So, uh, okay. the first question I got here is what's your worst and favorite gear purchase? My worst gear purchase, um, probably my first camera. <laughs> um, my best purchase, my latest camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. I support that. Well, that what, what camera are you using? I just bought a mirrorless camera, which if, if everyone in the photography industry is just so psyched on the mirrorless. I mean, they've been around for a while, but Canon put out um, a mirrorless camera and everyone is getting them and they're just, just the coolest. Nice. I won't get too like techie nerdy on you, but yeah, my latest camera is my fave. Solid. Yeah. Okay. Andrew, you want to do the next one? Okay. What is your most enjoyable and what is your most hilarious shoot? Like a memory from each. 
Um, most enjoyable. Oh, that's gonna be hard. Um, I'll do hilarious. It's embarrassing. Can I? Can it be embarrassing instead of hilarious? Oh yeah. Um, this is new girl. <laughs> excellent. Um, I did a. Actually, maybe this will both. This will two for one. My most enjoyable and most embarrassing. Um, I had a couple a few years ago ask if I would join them um, on a helicopter to go get their portraits taken after. No, it was for their ceremony. So the couple flew me, their parents, and I think they each brought a witness and their officiant up into the mountains. They just like walked around, picked a spot where they wanted to get married and just got married surrounded in the wilderness it was amazing That's that was so cool, cool. it was That's amazing awesome. they had told me about it like a few weeks before their wedding day and they were like it, it may or may not happen just like depending on weather depending on like smoke visibility all that kind of stuff um so I wasn't really sure up until the wedding day if it was going to happen so when I found out that it was a that it was a go I was very excited um Heck the yeah. most embarrassing part came on the way home so my Close friends will know that I am um, a bit sensitive to motion sickness. Oh, no. So having not eaten very much that day, uh, the nausea started to kick in on the flight home. Uh And I definitely, I made it till we touched ground, got right out and hurled instantly. Amazing. Oh, that's so great. I mean, at least you didn't chuck on the helicopter. Or like like on her dress. Can you imagine? Yeah. It was, it was, it was a little dicey. And uh, now I know that gravel will be packed in my bag. Should a helicopter (laughs) elopement ever happen? Um, And maybe a granola bar. Maybe a granola bar. Yeah. Blood sugar was definitely running a little low. So yeah. Two and one. (laughs) Amazing. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about, what's something that you always tell your clients? Oh yeah. I think we talked a lot about this a little bit. Um, I always tell them the first like 15 minutes of your like photo session, like it's going to feel awkward. Um, having a stranger kind of like an almost stranger come and put you in a pose and there's people around and it feels really unnatural. Like it's going to feel awkward at the beginning of your photo session. Um, but hopefully by the end of it, it'll, it'll feel natural and normal and you'll be ready to do it again on your wedding day. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. I love that. Okay. This is the one that I almost spoiled earlier. Um, okay. <laughs> what is your most unique location that you've shot a wedding at? And what is a location that is a dream of yours to shoot at? Hmm. Most unique. The first one that's coming to mind is I did a wedding on Salt Spring Island and it was, um, can't remember if it was the bride or the groom's grandmother's family farm. Um, Wow. It was, yeah, it was outdoors. It was all their family had flown there to celebrate with them. Um, I think, yeah, that probably is the most special one that's what's coming to mind I'm sure I'm like missing a glaringly obvious one but yeah that's the one the helicopter one was obviously very unique and special other than like a top one yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that one definitely (laughs) yeah I'm bad oh I'm so bad at thinking on the fly okay yeah I would say those two and then what was the other one the one Uh, a location that's a dream of yours to shoot at whether it's local or 
Yeah. Not. Um, I would say, so for our honeymoon, Eric and I drove down to LA, but we did like lots of stops along the way. And I fell in love with Arches National Park um, mm. in Utah. The landscapes are just incredible. It's all like red stone and there's cool, um, obviously arches and yeah, just the landscape I just fell in love with and yeah, would love to shoot That's weddings cool. there for sure. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What have you, what's the, okay, this is another one sort of just part of that. What's the furthest you've gone to shoot? Like how, like flown somewhere or driven somewhere? Yeah, I think Salt Spring Island would technically be the furthest, furthest west that I've shot. Nice. Yeah, but I've shot, yeah, like in Burnaby um, and then over in like Saskatoon area. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind cool. of Western Canada is where one thing that I like to ask everybody at the end is what's something that you wish people knew about being a photographer. Oh yes, I knew this was coming and I wish I had thought about this more. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> um one thing I wish people knew about being a photographer. Um I think yeah, kind of touching on this again, it's really interesting to me that like every wedding is different. Like like yes, weddings have a ceremony. There's a couple there's maybe a dinner and like make, like the elements are going to be the same, but what makes every wedding unique is like the people, like no two weddings are going to look the same. Mm. They're not going to have the same experiences. They're not going to have the same history um, behind them. Um, so it's really, yeah, such like an honor to get to be part of everyone's um, unique experiences and capture that and be able to provide the memories um, that they're going to hopefully cherish for years to come. Um, yeah. I like that. Is that okay? That's great. Oh. Yeah. That's beautiful. Oh. Okay. You're a poet and I didn't even know it. <laughs> I like that, but all all the elements are there. Like you've got the ceremony, you've got the couple, you got the family, you got the dinner, you got the reception, whatever. But mm-hmm. every every single situation is different because of the different people. Yeah, the actual mm-hmm. experience itself is not the same. Totally. Yeah. How how you as as someone who comes in and doesn't necessarily know anyone more than just the couple, or maybe you do know. Mm-hmm. the entire wedding party or whatever it is but your 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 experience and everyone's experience attending is all very unique and even different people who were at the wedding all have mm-hmm. a different experience too which is really cool for sure yeah and like it'll like that that day can never be like replicated like no, that right. experience is there it's there for a second and then it's done mm-hmm. and yeah i think that's just such a cool a cool thing to think about um that every wedding like no wedding is going to be exactly the same mm-hmm. um i think that's really cool that's that's sweet i like that beautiful cool. so good so diana thanks for coming on the podcast thanks for being here and 
just chatting with us about your experiences as a photographer. Where yeah, thank you. This was super fun. Honestly, Yay. it was so fun. Yeah, so fun. I told. I'm really I, glad. I'm really glad that you were willing to be on, even though um, it's it was your first one. It was nervous. Yeah, it was Deanna's but... first podcasting experience. It was so exciting. I it told fantastic. Andrea asked me if I wanted to be on, and I said, Andrea, I don't think I'm interesting enough to be on a podcast. And she said, We don't interview lame people. So <laughs> I I took that and I said, All right, well here goes nothing. So thanks for having me. The bar has been set now for every episode going forward, too. Yeah, if you're not on the podcast, it does not mean that you are late as a caveat. Was I not supposed to share that? No, no, it's totally fine. Uh, I'm just making sure that the people know. Um, But where can we find you? We we mentioned your website, if you want to share that, and also your socials. Yeah, my website is DeannaRachel.com, and my Instagram is DeannaRachel underscore. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where those are the yeah. places you can find me. Yeah. Go follow her. Go, go check her stuff out. If you're a bride to be, if you are someone who's just waiting for that ring to come on your finger and you're a planner, <laughs> um, put Deanna in the back of your mind. Yeah. She's yeah. good. Speaking from experience. Oh, thanks Deanna. This was really fun. I'm really glad that, uh, that you agreed to be on. It was fun. Thanks guys. Thank you so much again, Deanna. This was such a great conversation. Andrea and I both had such a great time. Uh, So thank you for being on. You were honestly a dream guest. If you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed having this conversation, uh, head over to iTunes, give us a rating or head over to Spotify and give us a rating there. Um, We would love to hear anything and everything that you love about this show, uh, ways to improve it, uh, what we can do in the future, all of that. Also, remember, in two weeks, we're coming out with another upload-download episode. So that'll be just me and Andrea talking about whatever it is that we end up talking about. Way more stripped down. Hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Unexpected Experts Podcast. Podcast.